going on, everybody? This is Drew here, and welcome y'all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 55.1, and we're continuing our playthrough of Mass Effect 2. Going to go through the whole I trilogy. A, I have a quick question. Sure. Why is the first episode episode zero? Because that's the beginning. So we got episode 55.0, then each series goes up a point. And then when, oh, we, start, yeah, when we start yeah. a new game, we go to it goes 56. to fifty six, fifty six. I didn't know. I just wondered why you decided to start part one as zero as opposed to part one. But you know, that's just me being curious. We've always done it that way, and there's people that's asked us that before too, and ah. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, back with us is uh, Matt. Hello, and John. Hello. So yeah, um, the last thing we talked about on the last episode was whenever we were going to the planet where Ashley was, because I'm pretty sure Ashley's in all of our games, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, and um, she she's all pissed off at us, didn't want anything to do with us because we were Cerberus. Big bad Cerberus. Yep. And so uh, after that, we are informed of three more people that we can gather to join us on this mission. Uh, those three people are Samara, Tali, and who's the other one? Uh, Thane. Thane. Yeah, Thane. Thane is my one of my favorite characters. Yeah, Thane, Thane's a great character. He's a, he's a badass. Yeah. Um, qu quick question. Uh, do uh, you guys have played three already? Yeah. Oh yeah. You Matt as well. Yep. Do you? Do the knowing what happens in three does that influence your sort of interactions with the elusive man at all? Because um, I found, I mean, we'll go into spoiler territory for three here slightly, but I playing it through the first time, he's elusive. That's the whole point. That's why he's called the elusive man, and you kind of you don't know whether he's to be trusted. Because the game's quite good at making his motivations very vague. But in the third one, his motivations are made very, very clear. Um, and I didn't know whether that kind of coloured your interactions with him at all. You know, I thought about it for a second, but not really. Because I'm basically playing this like by the books as far as just I want to be as renegade as possible. So, every so time, you're just going to be a dick no matter what. I'm going to be what. a dick no matter what. <laughs> so, I mean, that's how it's ended up being. It's so weird, There's, the choices that has, you make. There has been a couple of occasions where, although I am playing this Paragon, that I just feel that the pressing of the right trigger is the best call to make. So I've, I've kind of sacrificed a few regular points for that. Because it's like, I, I think there's a... I can't remember which mission it's on, which is ridiculous because I've been playing this for the last few days. But there's a mission where um, you can just shoot a guy and blow up a canister behind a load of bad guys. And it's a renegade action. But it's like, yeah, that's the best thing to do in this situation, regardless of whether I'm Paragon or not. Yeah, doing renegade actions like that, where you pull the right trigger kind of thing, will sometimes help you out in combat because you'll end up killing a few guys before the combat starts. Hmm. Um, and it's, you know, I've, I've actually enjoyed being the renegade in this one, um, which is the first time I've ever done it. So it's, um, it's pretty good. There are certainly some cool moments. You get a lot more right trigger moments and left trigger moments in this game. 
Oh yeah. So we we have to go and recruit people. I think the best thing to do is just just kind of like go down the list of everybody. So I've already got Jack, which we talked about last week. Um, you, Krogan. Uh, yeah, I got Grunt. Um, who um, he, you know he's he's a purebred Krogan who was born kind of like a test tube baby. Um, get him. God, who else? Samara. Because so, you're there to recruit somebody else. You're there to rec- recruit Okir, right? Yeah, the get the doctor guy that made him. And um, he he dies, sacrifices himself to make sure that Grunt stays alive. Yeah, so Grunt's like the consolation prize. Yeah, he's and, also pretty. He's he's a good character. But. Yeah. yeah, he he. You can also choose just to not even open up his, just keep him on the ship and not even open up his uh his pod. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you never have him in your party. Which is it's weird, because it does lock off some a, stuff. He could have been such a poorly written character, too. Because because he is so sort of naive to everything. And he's overcome with sort of his... It's sort of his, like, trying to overcome his base nature in a lot of ways. Yeah. And mm. uh, I just think Grunt is actually fairly well handled for, for how it could have turned out. They, they absolutely. They, I mean, like all the characters have. The only character I don't like is Jacob. Um, I, I don't know why. Uh, I think he's a bit. I don't know. Um, he's always the negative Nancy. It's like you know, you you bring on like I think Tali uh, when you uh, when you recruit her, he kicks off saying we shouldn't trust the Quarians, and it's like seems a bit racist and. Uh, I, I never sort of gelled with him, whereas all the other characters have very interesting story arcs, very interesting loyalty missions, and Jacob has an interesting loyalty mission. It's just that character just doesn't do anything for me at all. Mm, Jacob's kind of like your standard soldier guy. You know? he's, gr- um, yeah, he's grunt, yeah, <laughs> considering he's called grunt, but he's good. Uh, yeah, uh, I, but they could have done, considering... You know, they work so hard on the development of the other characters. And, you know, Miranda, she's a bit of a bitch, but she, you know, towards the end of the game, you understand why, uh, especially if you do you know, her loyalty mission. And it's like, but with, with Jacob, it's just flavorless, is, is probably the best one. It's flavorless. Um, he's not super great in combat. You know, he's kind of a jack of all trades, master of none. He's got biotics and and weaponry proficiency, but you know, you've got Samara who's pure biotic. You've got Garrus who's really good with weapons or Thane and, uh, or Zaid. It's like, it just, he doesn't stand out against the rest of the cast, which is a shame. And considering his loyalty mission is actually quite interesting. Yeah. Um, Jacob, yeah, he is kind of standard. Um, but, as we said in the last episode, he is my boo, and he will. He's be, your boo. He, he will be. Uh, he's my bae, and I'm gonna be. Laying, <laughs> I'm gonna be laying down in bed with him eventually. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I did Jacob's loyalty mission. Um, which I, I, Matt, I know you did Miranda's loyalty mission, so we'll go ahead and talk about that one first, since everybody's done that one. Um, 
her mission is about trying to get her sister. Mm, um, her twin sister. Yeah, her twin sister, but not really a twin sister. She is genetically modified, which her father also genetically modified her. But yeah, I think so- it's a case of he used Miranda's DNA to create a, t- I got a chest tube, uh, test tube baby. So she's kind of a, not a clone, but yeah, very similar. Yeah. Version two. Yeah. Version two. Yeah. Yeah. But they never really dive into why her dad did this. He's just like um, this rich asshole. I think they do when you come to some of the first conversations you have uh, with uh, Miranda. She explains that he is um, he had great aspirations for Miranda when she was born. Uh, hence the reason why she had been modified genetically. Um, he, he had big plans for her to to take over the family business. He wanted to control her, and she obviously escaped and and went her own way and as such, then created this clone stroke twin stroke version two of her to try and mold her. So she would um, rise to, uh, to take over. Uh, he would like to mold her in the, into what he wants her to be. So he kind of, it's like a second attempt at him trying to be a father, but he's obviously not a very good father. Yeah. But she has been able to keep, the sister hidden from the father and he's trying to get her back. Is that what Yeah, she on? she kidnapped him. She kidnapped her um as a baby and she got adopted and has been so far hidden away from Miranda's um father uh or uh, and as Ariana is it Ariana the sister's name. Oh, I think it's that. Okay, uh, but it's uh, basically she had managed to keep her hidden um, while also managed to hand somebody to keep a kind of an eye in the background to, to make sure she's okay. Um, and then uh, she gets word that her father has found out where she, uh, her sister is and is sending a group of the Blue Eclipse to mercenaries to uh, hunt her down and bring her back. Yeah. So we have to go down there and try to rescue her from the Eclipse. Before the eclipse get a hold of her, basically. Yeah, you're kind of trying to cut them off at the pass. Yeah. And um, before they, that, before, because I think the idea is that she doesn't want Ariana to know that anything's out of the ordinary, um, that any of this is going down because she she doesn't know she's innocent of it. So the idea is, is to head them off before she gets uh, before they get to her uh, and stop it so that she can again just carry on with her life and and not have any kind of interference. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, a bunch of fights with the Blue Clips. We eventually run into uh, supposedly one of um, Miranda's trusted associates. Nickette. Yeah, who has actually sold her out and is helping out the Eclipse. Um, the the whole thing of you can pull the left trigger to do Paragon and make her stop from shooting him. Which is what I did. <laughs> I, I, yep. didn't, I did not. She shot the living shit out of that guy. <laughs> I told her she'd regret it. But, um, yeah, I'm just letting people murder people, and I'm also <laughs> murdering people myself. Um, Such a good guy. I know, yeah. It's so weird doing the renegade options because it feels like it's like a direct route to ending the mission. It, like, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot of information just by doing the renegade route because it's basically just you, you're going to pe- tell people to either shut up 
or kill them. And I don't know, it's weird. It feels okay. It feels like I'm actually kind of breezing through this game doing it. Um, because I'm not. I just find it odds the with the narrative. Um, you know, I can't imagine that the savior of the galaxy is a dick. I just don't know. I can't see it. You get you get shit done, man. <laughs> That's how it works. Um, but yeah, we did the Miranda's loyalty mission. Um, Matt, what all, what all did you do? I know you did Miranda's mission. You you went and recruited the other people too, right? Except for Tolly. Yeah. So you guys and I did Firewalker missions and oh Firewalker missions oh in the Project Overlord DLC mm. moment. With the Firewalker missions, you get nothing but money on that, do you? Is all is it? Do you get anything out of it other than money? Uh, experience, mm. which I need to level up because insanity is hard. <laughs> yeah, I guess you need. I just I hated those missions almost as much as the Maker ones. Admittedly, it's slightly easier to control that uh, piece I, I, of a machine, but I don't really dislike it though. It's a nice change of pace, I think. Yeah, I've got about. Five, I've I got the mission where you got it. And then you, that's, you know, it's kind of a tutorial. They tell you how to use it and and whatnot. I haven't touched any of the uh, other Firewalker missions. I'm not sure if I will. Um, I yeah, might... I, they're certainly like lowest on the priority scale. I think it's just I hate seeing stuff on the menu when you look at the galaxy map and you see those little pointers telling you this galaxy <laughs> for this done. mission. It's kind of, I, I hate seeing those there, but I, I don't know if I hate them enough to actually do those missions. Yeah. Did you guys do the Normandy mission? Yes. Yeah. That was one of the first ones I did, actually, I think. Yeah, I went yeah. to the Normandy. Me too. Uh, I also did the Layer of the Shadow Broker. Which I, I didn't do. I've, that one, I think I'm going to leave that to the end. Um you can, you can easily it. not do it because that's about an hour and a half of it never ends, it feels like. It, it's kind of nice that they... I, I like the story part of the Shadow Breaker. I also like the fact that um, it's a big piece of DLC with uh, Liana, who was one of my favorite characters from the first game. And it kind of... Because you meet her in the main story arc because she helps you with a mission or two and she's got like a, a side mission for you to do. And it's it kind of finishes off that whole story arc that she's an information broker and that she wants, you know, she wants to take down the shadow broker, but yeah, I might leave it to after. It's a bit like that Dr. Kenzo, the arrival, because that seems to be the best place for that is to do it after you finish the main game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps out because there's a few things that you get for beating it, but damn, that took a long time to do. I mean, there's multiple areas you go to, you know, there's like this whole like crime scene investigation thing that you do. It's long. But that has to be because it's, it's paid DLC and you can't, it can't just be a standard mission size, can it? No, I mean, it's actually a really good DLC. I mean, I have to give mm. it to them. That was that's a really well thought out DLC, you know. Um, it actually helped me because in my first playthrough, Liara was my love interest. Like I, mine too. Yeah, I had I yeah. had her as my girlfriend in the first game, and then in the second game, I was like, I don't want to romance anybody because Liara's still around. And when I did the Shadow Broker DLC, 
you know, you have the option of saying, I will wait for you. And so I did that. And then she comes back in Mass Effect 3. And I was like, I stayed faithful to my bae the entire time. <laughs> I never had sex, anything like that. Uh, but this one, no, I'm all about the Jacob. <laughs> it's so weird saying that. <laughs> the, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I did that. Um, yeah, recruited Samara, uh, who is a Justicar. Um, Another badass character. Yeah. Yep. Um, she's like, wow. How do you how do you describe the Justicars? They're like the the ultimate, like lawmakers or law law she's, keepers. It's like Judge Dredd. Yeah. Judge Jerry and Executioner. Essentially, she's sent out yeah. by the Asari to. Um, take down bad guys, and with that, she has like a no hold barred kind of policy. Um, she's allowed to do anything, go anywhere. She cannot be um, detained by Asari law enforcement, um, and she's a you know super hyped uh, biotic. Sorry. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's almost like a specter. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, probably the best. Yeah, she's. Could easily do a, the role as a spectre. Just she's probably a little bit more aggressive. She doesn't have any qualms about killing who she's going after. She, that they're bad people. She they, she's going to make them bang. Yeah, that's that. You you made the right analogy. Judge Dread. She's she's a lot like the judges from Judge Dread universe. Yeah, um, I like how how clear she is about it too. And you know, essentially, when she says. That, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll let you take me in, but I'm, I'm leaving in 24 hours. Yeah. And Shepard's got 24 hours to solve this crime, or I'm going to have to kill you, and that's to a detective. <laughs> yeah, it's just funny because the detective's like, I, I guess I have to arrest you. I don't want to because I know you'll kill me. <laughs> I can't stop you. It's just, it's such a, it's so weird how they, how they react to such a force. It's like you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to really be near her because she's so dangerous, but. You know, you gotta gotta do your job, I guess. Um, did any of you save the Rachni in the first game? I did not. I did. Okay, uh, there's somebody on Elite Elite the Asari home planet Illyrium. Illyrium. Um, Illyrium. Uh, who has a message to pass on from the Rachni, and I can't remember were they in the second or third game. They may be uh, the th- already, I already encountered her. Although it's really weird because she just gives you that message and then says, you'll never see me again. So it's just like, here's your one bit that's very clearly a direct follow-up to having saved the Rechnack Queen. But I'm sure... I mean, when I played... I can't remember if it was Mass Effect 2 or 3. When I played one of them, there was a whole level I had to go through with Krogan to destroy the Rachni. Now, I don't know whether to sit, because I, I hadn't played Mass Effect 1 at that point, or I hadn't got a save that came over, so I don't know whether I will lose that section completely because I've just had this message come, and this is basically um, we're doing alright, and you know, thank you very much for, for sparing our species. And there's a little bit of dialogue from the uh, Asari who's given the message saying that she'd ran into her and she'd helped her. Um, the Rachni had helped the Asari, so it's kind of like they turned over this leaf. They're not aggressive. It was only because 
that they were forced into a corner in the first game that they had to be aggressive. Uh, so I, but I assume because of that, I now don't get to play the missions where I actually go to kill them. Yeah, I don't think I've ever played that mission, and I've always saved the Rachni, or every game I've played has been based on a save where I saved the Rachni. I reckon that's just kind of the... I don't so know. it's weird that you that, that lose may, out. That may not be true because it may. Are you sure that's not in three? It might. I can't. Re- all I can remember is having to go chase after the Rachni Queen. I, I you have to take a Krogan um, with you. That's all I can remember. But I, can't, I honestly can't remember if it was in two or three. Hmm. I don't know. But the alternative is the Queen's dead, right? Or would it just be, have been a different Queen? No, the the queen's dead. You you eliminated their entire race. Yeah, in the first game, it is a case of she's a, they are the last of the species. So it it can't be that you know. So it seems like either option, either she's good or she's dead. I can't. I'm not sure which one of those leads to us having to route her. Basically, I I again I I I'm I am absolutely convinced that I played a mission. This again, bearing in mind that I didn't have. Uh, uh, any experience with the Rachni in the first game at this point when I played 2 and 3, there was definitely a mission where we had to go and destroy them because they'd become corrupted. I wonder if there's anything to do with the Reapers. Maybe it is in 3, but maybe it, she became indoctrinated. Are you sure this Poss- is not just the M movie? Sorry? It doesn't really exist. Everybody thinks it does. Oh. <laughs> um, I know, I'm sure... I'm, it might be in three, then. I don't know. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was just going to say, we got Samara. Um, I went ahead and did... I've done most of the loyalty missions. Um, I'll just, I've, done all, I've done all of them except Samara's, Tali's, Jack's. I've, I haven't... Owen's, Grunt's, and Mordin's. So I've got five today. <laughs> Jesus, that sounds worse than I thought it would be. I've done a lot. I've done a lot of lonely missions. Uh, I have Jacobs, too. Miranda's. I've done um, uh, Thane's. Yeah. I've done Garrus's. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's talk about those two then. Um, because they're both on the same planet. They're both at the Citadel. Yes. So yes. Thane. Um, we we get Thane, which I should mention. Um, uh, he is an assassin. Um, what, what is his race called again? A, a quell? Kel? Quell. Yeah, Q-U-E-L-L. Okay. Um, and they're kind of a rare race you don't see much of. Um, but he is a, I mean, yeah, he's a badass. He, he's like the coolest guy ever. He's, he's very religious and he kills people. He like, he does contract kills and he prays over them and shit. It's really weird. But uh, he's, he's one of those assassins, like most where most games. If you've got a assassin good guy, they only take out bad guys. So they, he's one of yeah. those ones. That have a, a kind of a code that um, he uses his skills, obviously for money, but also um, to right wrongs. Yeah, he's like the Red Hood. But um. But yeah, he. Um, I can't remember what we do to recruit him. I think he's doing an assassination. He's yeah. He's basically assigned to assassinate this very horrible woman, uh, Asari, in the Citadel. And you go and speak to someone who's been uh, trying to take them down. Um, and at the same time, 
Thane has put uh, is trying to do, complete a hit. You have to go into a, travel to a building, go across a bridge, and then go up right, to try right, and get there before right. he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I remember that now. And you can save some Salarians on the way because she's she's basically ordered a because she's very paranoid. This Asari, she's ordered that um, anyone on, in the building is going to get shot. So. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. Um, but yeah, we get him. Uh, I did his loyalty mission, which is about him. So he he has a problem. He has uh, a disease that he will it will eventually kill him in about a year's time. And he wants to, you know, right all the wrongs he's done, particularly one, his son. Uh, he kind of abandoned his son after his wife was killed. And he never really went and talked to his son that much. And he wants to say goodbye to his son. And kind of find out his son has actually tried to take up assassinations as well. So we have to travel back to the Citadel figure out who the guy's trying to target and then stop him from doing it because, you know, obviously Thane doesn't want him to go down the same path he did. Um, which this mission was kind of cool. It was basically tailing the target. Uh, it was unusual because it didn't really involve any shooting. Yeah. There was no, yes. yeah, there was no shots in this entire loyalty mission. Um, I did punch a guy. Because he he saw me in the rafters, it was like a worker, and I was like, I don't have time for this, so I knocked him out and got like five renegade points for it. <laughs> I didn't even see anybody up there. Yeah, there was a guy up there who I ran into. He's like, "Who are you?" And then you have the option of punching him or like doing some type of distraction, lying to him. And I just, yeah, don't worry, who I am. Yeah, I just knocked them the fuck out. <laughs> These are not the droids you're looking for. Exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, eventually we run into, is it Kolyat? I think that's his name. Kolyat, his son, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's there. He's holding, it's, it's a politician that he's trying to, uh, assassinate. Uh, but the politician yeah. is obviously, uh, dirty. He's working with, uh, mercenaries, all this other stuff, taking, you know, kickbacks. Um, so he's a dirty politician and he's there to assassinate him. He's, he's there. The police are there and Thane and I are there. He's holding the politician hostage, and I do the renegade option of shoot the fucking politician. <laughs> so I kill the politician, and everybody <laughs> looks at me, and I'm like, what? He was a bad guy. <laughs> and they just let me go. <laughs> well, you're, you're a shepherd. Yeah. And, uh, oh, I got a different. I, I hit, um, it prompted me for left trigger first. So with that one, you shoot. Um, you shoot your gun kind of over the shoulder of Kolyat and that startles him and he moves back from the politician and he's then taken into custody and, and he'll also get his just deserves in court. I'm sure. Yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm able to strike a deal with, um, with the CSEC, uh, command Bailey. Yeah. Bailey. Um, who is actually voiced by a guy from Balsar Galactica. Someone Hogan, um, God, I can't think of his first name, but he's um, he's that uh, the CO XO. He's um, Adama's first yeah. in command. I can't think of the character's name, but yeah. he's a good voice actor. Yeah, he's Michael um, Hogan. 
Michael Hogan. He was Michael Hogan. The drunk. You mean the drunk, right? Yeah, the drunk. Yes. The guy who yeah, loses his eye. And, and his wife. Yeah, and his wife, who, well, let's not spoil anything uh. for Dude, I, I do. I, I the last season of that show can go fuck off. I, <laughs> I, I like that was the biggest bullshit I'd ever seen. In my it's life. such a shame because that the first up until the point where the writer strike caused it to have like two split seasons or a split a season split in two when it shouldn't have been. That show was so on fire. Yeah, and after that, it all just went downhill. And then like the final episode was like, what, what? Yeah. It was like, I don't understand any of this now. I just, oh man. That had so much promise. I loved like the first like three seasons of that show. But that final season, like when they revealed like the last three Cylons of that show, I was like, oh it, boy, this makes no sense. Okay. It does. I, there were some real plot holes with that as well because of one of the um, Cylons, uh, one of the, the five. Um, there was a massive, massive plot hole. Yeah. And it's like never brought up at all. And it's like, I can't, um, I don't, I don't understand how this has not been brought up throughout. It's like they were trying to pick it for, they were trying to pick like the five characters that would make the most, the biggest shock. Oh yeah. my God. I can't believe they was, they were rich. But it's like, did you not watch the first two seasons or especially the second season? Because, there's something that happens that they can't be a Cylon. Really weird. I don't know. Well, that's Colonel not... Ty. Ty was Ty. Yeah, Ty. Colonel Ty. Because one of my favorite episodes, I think, is Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down. If it was one of the ones where they delve into him and his emotional state. I mean, that. <laughs> I agree with you guys. The, the end is weird. I, I, I kind of like the last episode. I didn't see how else you could end it after all the nonsense that came before it. But the first <laughs> couple of seasons are some of the best TV that I think has oh, ever yeah. been made. Absolutely. Uh, good quality stuff, but yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've watched the first normal episode, the 33 minutes. That's such a good episode as well. I've seen that probably 25 times because every, like there, there have been days where I've been sad and I'll just come home and watch that episode and feel better about life. <laughs> Speaking of which, there is another Battlestar Galactica actor in this game. Uh, Edie is voiced oh, by yes. um, the, Trish Six. Ha- Heifer. Yeah. Trisha Heifer. Yeah. Trisha Yep. Uh, but yeah, um, a lot of Canadian actors uh, in this uh, game because, well, you know where Bioware is located. Um, but yeah, uh, crap, uh, Thane, yeah. Uh, he's. I, I was able to strike a deal to where he basically works for the the CSEC now instead of being arrested. Yeah, that's quite a nice little message you get um, after that from Bailey saying I've put him to work helping me out, and it's like that's the way his life's going to turn, which is means you made a difference. Exactly, and Thane is very grateful to us, and we gain his loyalty. Um, uh, Garrus. Uh, Garrus has tracked down, so, uh, he admits that when he was Archangel, he wasn't just some lone Batman running around doing stuff. He actually had 11 guys with him that were helping him carry out these Archangel missions. Uh, and all, uh, 10 of them were killed, uh, in action. And he knows, he knows how it happened. Uh, one of his guys 
basically sold out the other ones and betrayed them. And he wants to get some closure. He wants to take this asshole out. So um, we uh, try to strike up a deal to meet with him uh, so that we can uh, have uh, Garrus assassinate him. Um, after going through, like, looking for a guy who's a forger and kind of killing every single one of his guys, we finally strike up the meeting with the actual person that we're trying to find. Sedonis. Yeah. And, um, we, you know, Garrus sets up sniper rifle and he's like, all right, all you gotta do is talk to him and put him in my line of sight and then I'll take him out. Um, there's the Paragon action of warning Sedonis that he's about to get killed. <laughs> Which I, you don't do. I did not do. I then decided <laughs> to step to the right and then he shot him in the face. Actually, he shot him in the back, but because <laughs> he saw him. Um, it's so weird because, you know, like, like I said, I feel like I'm missing out on some certain things. Like if I let him well, go. Well, you do. Go ahead. Well, you do. Um, so I picked the other option to, towards Sedonis. And he then goes into a, a monologue about how he had little choice in the situation. He didn't want to sell out the, the, his, his squad mates. Um, it, he's, you know, he's haunted every night, every waking moment. Um, and he feels like he wants to die. So you get this kind of a, a monologue. He, it wasn't just simply he betrayed them for money or whatever. It's like he was forced into a position that he couldn't get out of. And you would not find that out if you shoot him in the back. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm just like, mission accomplished, let's go. Kind of thing. Who's got time for this when the universe is in trouble? Exactly. Well, who's got time got for time any for of this when, <laughs> when the universe is... That's the biggest problem with this game, is there's such an urgency um, yeah. on getting and stopping the collectors. But the only way to do that is to do, and be successful, really, is to do all of the, the side stuff, the lowly missions. It's like he's got all the time in the world. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. video games. Let's be clear, though. There's no chance that I can do all of the loyalty missions. So if if I set some people up to be sacrificed, <laughs> so does be it. Next, <laughs> the end mission's harder, or does it just mean less people survive at the end? Uh, it means <laughs> less people survive. Yeah, if uh, anybody you don't do loyalty missions for, probably don't make it. Not, that's um, not, the, it's not particularly true. It's a weird algorithm. I've looked it up before. Uh, but but I, um, I, they have a better chance of surviving if you do their loyalty missions. But you still have to. So if you do all of the loyalty missions, um, yeah, well, I'm sure we'll talk about this next week, but the final mission you have to, you're all together. It's not just three of you it's a whole team and you have to delegate which two party members team up to do certain actions you also yep. have to get those right yeah. so if you don't send the right teammates on the right mission that will also um uh, decrease the chances of both of them surviving um so it's a case of uh, i think on my first playthrough i i uh, consulted a wiki um, to make sure, because I've done all the missions, I wanted to make sure they all came back. Um, and I will probably do the same again, because I want to see what happens in 3 with the having all of my, you know, that again, having all of that, pretty much all of those characters appear in 3, um, and 
it'd be nice to Not see how the story ends. No, well, for you, you know. well, you're, <laughs> you're doing it all in sanity. You know, you are again. You doing those loyalty missions every time you do a loyalty mission. What would take me forty five minutes to an hour was probably taking you two to three because of the insanity level. So, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I gotta say though, I I kind of figured that it was gonna be a matter of yeah, I'll do it on insanity right up until the point I hit a wall, and then I'm just gonna drop it down and cruise through the rest of the game. But I think what you what you just said, John, is true. Every mission has taken me probably two to three times as long, but mm-hmm. it's been a little weird to me that I haven't gotten really stuck yet. That's good because thing. Yeah, I would say it is a good thing because the game is very, very much around, you know, there's an ebb and flow to the, I guess, the difficulty just based on the structure of the game. There's a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of exploration, and then there's a really intense firefight. Yeah, the the firefights play out the same. You know, it's uh, on insanity. The only difference is, is you're going to spend more time in cover. You're going to have to be very careful with the shots and you're going to have more enemies to to contend with that are harder to take down, I guess. So, yeah, I was going to ask, what does it what does it mean to be on insanity? Does it mean that enemies have more health? They do more damage to you? Like what what exactly makes it that harder? Yeah, basically means I die more quickly. Okay, but do the enemies take as much damage as they probably would on normal? I. It's been a long time since I played it. I'm I'm not sure what I have the. They feel like they still go down pretty quick if I'm matching the right type of ammo to them, right? uh, Which I just have had to start to do on this last mission, Project Overlord, because my goal had been the armor piercing ammo, and I maxed that out initially, thinking everybody's got a health bar, so this ammo will work on the widest range of enemies. Yeah. Uh. Now that it's been mostly Geth I'm fighting, I switched to Disruptor yeah. M. And, and they yeah. do, it makes a big difference. It does. The and Geth are a kind of a side, um, like a, a curveball, because you don't hear anything of them until you get to a certain point, and then they suddenly yep. start showing up. And obviously, being synthetic, only the Disruptor ammo is really any good against them. Yeah. Also, yep. armor, if you have burning stuff, so like I have Incinerate as a tech ability. That right there will shred some fucking armor. <laughs> yeah. So. Another interesting thing, though, is you, you really have to flank more than I remember. Because, like, if all three of my guys, me and my two teammates, are next to each other, then you've got sort of a whole spectrum of enemies shooting in, in your direction. And it, it, it it's almost a bit more, it has to be a bit more tactical on insanity where you really have to find not just cover but the right cover and you know it takes a little bit of trial and error to find that to know exactly where they're going to be spawning out of mm. but you know it, it so it takes a couple times to get that right through line of where do you need to be in this open map area so it, it it's harder but it's it's almost harder and that forces you to do things differently and then once you figure out the right way it's not harder yeah. And doing it on a lower difficulty. So, you know, I, I've actually been pleasantly surprised that 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 it hasn't been like, yeah, there's just no way to beat this, and there's no way for me to beat this. Um, so that's good. Yeah, I, it's 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 been interesting. I, I thought by now that I would have already given up, um, but but I'm I, I'm still trudging along. I'm I think I'm 22 hours in. Ooh. Jesus. 
I'm about 17. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's um, impressive, Matt. Are you going to do Mass Effect 3 on Sandy? Hell no. Aren't <laughs> <laughs> you, you achievement hunting now? Yes, but for Mass Effect 2, because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, okay, so you're not too fussed about 3. Yeah, this is the one I want to platinum. Okay. Well, that means you can't knock that difficulty down. Okay. Unless I want to retry some other day in the future. Yeah. Ugh. Which I, I still, to be all in all fairness, I do still expect that at some point I'm going to be on a collector ship, and I'm just going to say, look, if I want to finish this game, I have to knock the difficulty down. Yeah. Unless I jump onto the PC at that point and see if I've got any saves. I guess I could do that, but I don't want. To. Mm. But yeah, um, God, what else? Uh, we talking about we did thing, we did Garrus's mission. Um, I did Samaras. Other oh, question for you before we get into the rest of them. You're playing on the PS3, right? Yes. And what about you, John? John. Uh, well, I can answer that question. Sorry, um, my um, my phone muted then locked screen. Um, I'm playing Xbox One, uh, but backwards compatible, obviously. Because I don't remember this game being quite so janky. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, off. Especially the the mission that I was playing earlier this morning. I mean, I don't know how bad that frame rate was, but it was it was like stuttering every every five seconds or so it would just kind of freeze and there's so many places where the sound doesn't match up with the the lips hmm. well i'm i with um i don't I'm, I'm not experiencing any of those kind of problems frame rate's been fantastic um lip syncing things like that no can't say any of that has has really bothered me but uh, you know, it could be that I'm playing on the Xbox One. It's shown that they've uh, the Xbox One S has improved gameplay on backwards compatible games. I, I, maybe that has something to do with it. I think even to start, the 360 one was smoother than the PS3. Anyway, it could have been, which is odd because yeah. it, this was a you know the idea was with Mass Effect Two on the PS um, on the PS3 was it came out obviously after the uh, Xbox 360 version, but the, didn't they run it in the same engine as Mass Effect 3? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing yeah, so. I don't remember being this bad before. Uh, I remember it being this bad. I, I, Yeah, I was expecting a little bit of jankiness. I mean, there's, there's some major frame rate issues. Um, there's been times where dialogue won't even be... I, can't, I won't even hear the dialogue. I just had to read it. And then my character yep. will stand there and stare for about 15, 20 <laughs> seconds. And then, it's, then it goes to the next dialogue. And I'm like, okay. I'm glad I have subtitles turned on. In the entire Project Overlord DLC, the ground is so low res, it's crazy. <laughs> I, t- I remember the first time I played it, I took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter because there, there is no texture. There's green boxes and black boxes, and that's it. And um, I, I don't know if it's my PS3, because it is, you know, the first-gen PS3, so it's pretty old. That's the fat I don't know one. If that's, yeah, it's a fat one. I don't know if that's contributing. I don't know. I'm, I've, got a, I've got a thin or a slim 
uh, PS3. It's still janky. It could just be the PS3 version is not running very well. That they, they mm-hmm. had the same issue with Dragon Age Origins. Look, let's be frank here. Bioware games have never been the greatest at performance issues. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, I, I can see past it. I mean, yeah, that frame rate can get kind of rough sometimes, though. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it locks up for two or three seconds. Yeah. At a time. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. It feels like it's almost lagging, almost. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for it to just shut down my PS3 at some point. It never—I don't remember it ever having, having done that. But when it's frozen for two or three seconds, I, you know, I just start to think, "Well, that's it. It's not coming back." <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That there's there's been plenty of times where my PS3 will sound like a jet engine going off while this mm. game's going. <laughs> I'm just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, um, let's see here, Samara. I picked her up. Um, and then I also did her loyalty mission. Uh, I will talk about that one because I I really want to talk about what I did here. So in this mission, it's very interesting. It's kind of like you're trying to get seduced by her daughter. So (laughs) it's all about trying to, her daughter is a, a freak of nature. She's like this weird, if she mates with somebody, she takes their life essence away from them, almost like a vampire. Like a succubus. Yeah, and they and kills them. And she's been doing this for like 400 years, and Samara wants to take her down because she's obviously an abomination. And she uh, she wants us to basically play as bait, get to her apartment, have her seduce us so we can take her out. And uh, since I'm like full renegade, like I've got my renegade bar maxed now. I was able to resist every single fucking charm by being a dick. <laughs> it's so good because she's like, so do you want me? And I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's so, <laughs> it's so ridiculous how I did this. And my character, like <laughs> they've, they had the issue with like, with dragon age and they had it with mass effect where sometimes the character models just, they just don't work. And my shepherd has like this deadpan fucking stare, like ninety percent of the time. The zombie. Yeah, and it looks so weird. And like, watch this person was trying to seduce me. I'm just like got this dead look in my face. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I was able to resist her. Samara comes in and starts a fight with her. It's all cutscene, and they're basically clashed together, and you have the option. To either kill Samara or kill her daughter. Can't remember her name. And I fucking killed Samara because fuck what? it. <laughs> what? I killed Samara and her daughter joined my party. <laughs> no, really? Yes. <laughs> Whoa. Because I'm like, fuck it, renegade. Let's do this shit. <laughs> wow. So you. Wow. Yeah. Morinth. Morinth is a name. Morith, yeah. Morith. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was I did that I did that this morning because I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, I didn't know you could do this. And so I was like, I wonder what happens if I kill Samara. And so I killed Samara and straight up like her daughter fucking murders her. And she's like, Alright, well, thanks. Uh you can I can join you if you want me to. And I'm like, You're not gonna try and kill me, are you? And she's like, No. 
you you help me out here. And I'm like, okay, See, well, everybody on my ship is going to be really pissed that I killed one of our crew members and brought you up. And they're like, don't worry about it. I look just like my mom, and also I can imitate her. And so now she acts like Samara, talks like her, but it's not her. Oh, weird. See, that's playing the Paragon. I wouldn't get that. Because I'll obviously save Samara. I mean, maybe. I don't know if that's an option that just popped up because I'm a renegade. Mm. I don't, I don't, you guys can let me know when you do it or if you do it. Um, no, I'll be doing it. Yeah, because I'm, I'm actually really curious as to why I got that option. I can't remember that to save my life. If, if, if I ever got that option to begin with in the first time. That's I played hilarious. It. So I was like, I want to see what happens here. So I just went ahead and did it. And yeah, she's joined my party. She pretends to be Samara. Nobody knows that she is not Samara, except there's two people who know. Edie, because she recognizes there's a different life pattern. Mm. And Kasumi has mentioned Because she was with you on the mission. No. Kasumi uh, realizes it because she's just that good. She's like, this isn't, mm. this isn't the same person. Uh, and she, I think she even calls her by name at one point. Wow. It's, That's awesome. It's fucking crazy. So I did that mission. That was pretty great. Because I was just like, ah, fuck it. We'll see what happens. And I was like, oh, shit. I was thinking, like, you know, she would just, like, Samara would still kill her and be mad at me for trying to kill her. No. Yeah. No. She's dead. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I did that mission. That was fun. Um, I also did Grunt's loyalty mission as well. I did that with my dad over. So my dad came over last night and was like, I, I'm kind of bored. I want to see what you're up to. I'm like, I'm playing a game. He's like, all right. And so he sat down and watched me play it. And for like 20 minutes, I, I was like, he said, what is this game? I said, think of it kind of like Star Trek. He's like, all right. <laughs> and he's like, and so like I was doing a bunch of dialogue. He's like, do you ever do anything in this game or you just talk to people? And I was like, I'll do something eventually. This is during the grunt mission. And, uh, yeah, so Grunt, you have to go and do a rite of passage for Grunt because he feels like he's not complete without becoming a part of a clan. And so uh, he joined uh, Rex's clan. That's quite a beefy mission, that one. It's quite action-packed, if I remember rightly. Yeah, once you eventually get to the right, you have to do, like, a bunch of waves of enemies and stuff like that. And you have to fight a Thrasher Maw. And, um, yeah. I think that's all the loyalty missions I did. I haven't done Tolly. I haven't done Jack. No, I've yet to do those ones. Those are the only two I haven't done. So am I missing somebody? We did Thane. We did Garrus. We did... I did Grunt. I did Miranda. I did Jacob. Yeah, that's it, I think. Uh, Kasumi doesn't have one because she's DLC. You just have to do that mission with it. Well, she does have it, but yeah, that was one we talked about last week, wasn't it? So. Yeah, I did those missions like right as, as soon as I got those people kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I've already got Zaid and Kasumi's loyalty up. Um, And yeah, I'm only missing one party member, and I think we all know who that is. Um, <laughs> we will get that next week because he's mission-based. You can't just pick him up at any level time. Yeah. Um, the next, uh, oh yeah, there was that one 
mission that we haven't talked about going to the collector ship, the derelict. Collector oh ship. yes. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll mention that one. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we get a transmission saying that, uh, the Turians have disabled a collector's ship, uh, and they want us to get there and investigate it before anybody else gets there. So when we get there, the ship is, seems abandoned almost. There's no life forms whatsoever that we can find. Uh, but we do find, um, those tons, I mean, fucking thousands, millions of pods with people in them, humans in them. Uh, and that one ship, I remember who said it? I think Zaid said it because he was with me. He's like, with this single ship, they could take out Earth. Um, whoever's with you says that. Yeah. I, um, it's like you could fill the, you could fill the galaxy and you still have room to spare. Um, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, comment. Uh, so this ship is fucking massive. Um, and going on through it, uh, we kind of find out it's actually a trap. They were trying to get us here. It's uh, a trap. And, uh, we have to fight off the Harbinger again and a bunch of other, uh, collector guys. Uh, but, uh, kind of find out, uh, the collectors, uh, after examining some of their technology and their bodies, the collectors used to be Protheans. Uh, they have just been, I guess, tainted. Modified. Modified, experimented on by the Reapers. And now they're kind of like the slaves to the Reapers. Um, but the big thing is, is that, um, this is the exact same collector ship that took out the Normandy at the very beginning of the game. And, uh, that seems like too much of a fucking coincidence. So after escaping, narrowly escaping the collector ship, we go and talk to the elusive man. And the elusive man basically tells us, yeah, I knew it was a trap. And I knew that they wanted to take you out there, but I sent you there anyway and didn't tell you. Mm. And I'm just like, man, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh, but we did get some information there. Um, they are trying to get this IFF, um, which is what, what is the IFF? I identify friend or phone. And it's basically, it's a system used by the collectors um, outside, or once you pass through the Omega-4 relay that identifies the ship coming in, marks it as friend or foe. If it's foe, the defences attack and destroy the ship. Hence the reason why the most ships going through never come out. Yeah. We also find out that... Um Wherever the uh, collector's base is, it's inside of a series of black holes. And uh, trying to navigate that without getting killed immediately will be very, very difficult. But we, uh, the next mission that we have, we have to go get the IFF. We found one. We have to go collect it and install it on the ship. So that way when we go through, we're not blasted out of the air immediately. Uh, and that's, I haven't done that mission yet. So that's, no. that's where I've, I've stopped. So Matt, I want to ask you this. I know you said that you haven't hit that brick wall yet. Do you think you'll hit it? It's a good question. Um, <laughs> depends if I can get through the collectorship, I think I'd be able to get through the rest of it. Okay, so you haven't done the collector ship yet. No, I've done one loyalty mission, 
and I still have one character to get. And then my goal was to do as many loyalty missions as I could this coming week, and then finish the game the following week. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at, at my current rate, that means I could probably do about three more loyalty missions. Choose your favorite characters and do them, I guess. Yep. So I have to do more well, than... Uh, you could do things like, by the sounds of it, like Samara's would probably be a, a relatively easy one because there'd be little combat in it. Fangs yeah, would be think... quite easy because there's no combat in that. Yeah. Yep. So, but But the combat hasn't been... I don't know. So if I can get through three or four of those and the collector ship this week, then I think I'd be in good shape. Yeah. Well, best of luck to you, man. <laughs> I, I, I can't I, believe you're doing it on insanity. Yeah. I've got, I've got friends. I know a couple of people on Twitter who are like every year they go back and play all the Mass Effects on insanity. Yeah. The guy I work with said he only plays it on insanity now. There's too many other games to play. I can't spend what would probably equate to 40 hours playing that on Insanity. I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, there's a lot of people out there who just play, like, uh, yeah, Mass Effect. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But, yeah, um, uh, let me check. I don't think we have any emails. Um, it's it's kind of weird because the last episode released yesterday and we're recording on Saturday. So people don't Yeah, that took have... a while. Well, I mean, we, they go out on Fridays. That's that's the normal schedule for us. Um, and we're just recording on Saturday, so it's kind of like a a weird back and, you know, we're kind of like one day behind kind of thing. <laughs> well, um, uh, Jamie did send a tweet out, which was quite nice to me and Matt, and that was her and her bay, which yeah. was Garrus. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. They even had like matching uniforms, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Although uh, her, because she's also playing a female uh, shepherd, uh, her shepherd has those cold dead eyes like yours. Yeah. Mine. Uh, yeah. See, I I also did this. I decided to um, fix my face because I had the scars on me. And the more you go Paragon or Renegade, the more those scars shine with that color. Also, your eyes change that color. Mm. Holy shit, man. Like, looking, I look fucking creepy with these red eyes <laughs> and these, like, red fissures on my face. So I went ahead and fixed my face so I look normal. Now nobody knows that I'm a cold-hearted asshole. <laughs> Murderer, you know. <laughs> saving but, uh, the galaxy. Yeah, saving the galaxy. One death at a time. But uh, yeah, that's it for us. Um, if you'd like to follow us all on Twitter, I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And John is at John WUK. <laughs> Got it right that time. Yay. <laughs> it's my fault. I should have made an easier Twitter handle. <laughs> And uh, you can also follow the podcast itself. It's at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, and if you'd like to send us emails, Jamie, I know you'll probably want to send us a final email uh, talking about um, how everything went with uh, with Garrus. Uh, you can send uh, the emails to Drew at ZTGD.com. And uh, I'll read them out on the show. You can uh, suggest games to us, stuff like that. 
Um, and tell us about Mass Effect. Get ready, because we're, we're about to go take on the Collectors. Um, but yeah, that's it. Uh, I appreciate everybody listening. Kind of a, kind of a quick episode, but we got a few things done. I, I, I did something I have never done in that game, which was kill Samara. <laughs> I didn't even know that you could do that. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fire that up now after we've finished this, cause I'm going to see, I'm going to do that mission. See if I'm being a paragon, if I even get that option. Yeah. I'll let you Are know. You take it if you have the option. No, I'm a paragon, so I can't. But I want to see if the option's there. Yeah. I'm curious if she shows up in Mass Effect 3 then. Because doesn't Samara show up in Mass Effect 3? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Can't remember. I think she might be one of the only characters that doesn't. Because I know, like, Jacob does and Thane does. Um, uh, Liara, of course. uh, Tali does. But I I can't remember seeing Samara. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you guys have a great week. But until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're out of here. You guys have a great one. And we will be back next week with the final episode of Massive Fantasy.